0: Hi everyone, my name is Chris and I am host of the Stellar Spark Show. And in today's episode we're going to be discussing the recent Axios prediction for the November election as well as some of the controversy surrounding the post office and methods of voting and how that's going to impact the election. So I think that that should take up most of our time today. So starting off with the Axios projection, as I discussed on my channel, the democratic firm Axios, which is affiliated with uh, Bloomberg, has made their prediction for the 2020 election in saying that. There's going to be a red mirage of some sort, which means that President Trump will will have appeared to win in a landslide on election day only to lose a few days later when all the votes are counted. So there's a couple issues with that particular proposition. So since they are a democratic firm, you would expect that the Democrats are already preparing for a potential loss in this election. Because if they lose, they'll say, well, we expected President Trump to win big on election day. But we all knew that was going to happen. So basically, they're projecting for it. They're trying to prepare for if they do lose on election day, that it will have been expected and it can be explained by voting disparities because of the coronavirus rather than losing the election because they didn't campaign hard enough or they didn't relate well to voters but i do think this election is very winnable for the democrats if the biden harris campaign really focuses on biden's accomplishments during the great recession i think that in order for voters to see biden as a winner on the economy which he is not and in most polls president trump is up on the economy but down on everything else in the polls he has a good rating on the economy so biden wouldn't have to make the argument that he's been there before and he's done it and he's righted the ship as far as the economy goes and he can make that same argument in this situation. Not sure how effective that would be, but that would be something that he could propose as well as the issue of crime, which I think is gonna decide the selection as well. I'm expecting the suburbs to shift towards the president and it's kind of a bold call right now, but fear really does work an election I mean just look at the 1968 presidential election with, with uh, Richard Nixon making the appeal to voters that he wanted to restore law and order in the streets and things like that but the difference is this time the incumbent is in power and he's trying to make that argument so he's trying to distance himself from a lot of the management handling of the cities by Democratic officials. And he's trying to make that clear because the president can't control everything in every part of the country. It's just not possible. It falls upon the state and local leaders to do that. And I'm not justifying it for Trump. I'm just saying that it's really hard to do if you're president and trying to manage a city. So, I mean, what he did... He's trying to do the Operation Legend, and some local officials have accepted that, and others have not. But I think that's going to look pretty good in terms of what he's trying to do for law and order, and its effects on the suburbs remain to be seen. But that can help him there. And all he needs to really do, the president, the president, is really just compete in the suburbs. I mean, he doesn't have to win the suburbs. He doesn't have to. Even come too close in the suburbs, but he has to remain competitive and not get blown out of the water uh, in the suburbs. And I think that Biden is a worse fit for Hillary in then in the sub excuse me in the suburbs because Biden ha- tends to have more of a working class appeal than Hillary Clinton did. So I think that Biden will do better in working class places, not winning them, but I think he'll get more of the white vote. And also in some of the rural areas, I think he would do a little bit better. But that's just my opinion. So back to the all voting controversy. On Election Day, I do expect Republicans to vote in droves in person. Because the coronavirus has become inherently a political issue with Democrats choosing to vote by mail mostly and Republicans going in person because it seems like Democrats are taking this seriously and Republicans are viewing this as not too much of a I mean an impediment. So the Republicans tend to be favoring opening businesses and things like that because it's stifling economic growth in their view. Whereas the Democrats want to keep everything closed down. It seems like from Biden's statements about closing the economy, that he would listen to the experts and close the economy down. So that may be an unpopular or popular position depending on what region you're in in this country. If you're in rural America, you're definitely not going to want this country to be shut down. But if you're in New York, or something like that, or Chicago, you would want more restrictions. So it just depends on where you're at. And to say that you want to call for a blanket mask mandates or something like that and make a statement about that, that might not come over too well in rural America. But from the polling, it's shown that the majority of Americans, about 55% of Americans uh, support a national mask mandate. So that's a little over half the country, but it varies widely by region and area. So, and Biden lost some support in the polls after he made that announcement. I'm not sure if it had anything to do with that, but that's what happened. And we've been seeing a lot more tightening in this race, as I expected, after Labor Day. And we're past Labor Day now, and we're into the final stretch of this campaign. But as I said about the Axios projection, that the Democrats will try and use that as a defense, whereas if Trump ends up losing as they're projecting in that, the president will try to say, well, voter fraud caused it, and they're trying to steal this election, and his team will set the narrative that he lost this election because it wasn't a fair and free contest, which they will claim. Afterwards, regardless of who loses. They're both preparing themselves for defeat right now. We're seeing that pivot happening as early as September now. So we still have to keep an eye on that. It seems like Trump's battle with the Postal Service has died down a bit. But it'll start heating up again in the weeks before the election. Most likely. And then we also have the unknown of the coronavirus vaccine, the pending vaccine. And they recently stopped trials because of a serious side effect. But what's really dangerous is the politicization politicization of the coronavirus vaccine when they're politicizing this issue, when it's really an issue not to be politicized. It's a, it's a human issue. It doesn't, the coronavirus really doesn't care if you're Republican, Democrat or independent, all it cares about is finding a host and surviving. So really, we really have to be unified in our effort here in my view, in order to defeat this and move past it. But both parties have not been helping the issue, and President Trump sounded presidential at some points recently regarding how these things shouldn't be politicized, the coronavirus vaccine and things like that. So, I do think, depending on what happens, the method of voting can really complicate a lot of things. And we may not know the outcome of this election until weeks or months later. And hopefully everyone's ballots will be counted in time. So they don't get invalidated, but if they're not, they will. And then President Trump's win would stand according to the Axios projection. But it remains to be seen what's going to happen in terms of the voting. If it's going to drag on the selection season or if it's going to conclude very quickly the next day is unknown. But for the sake of our republic, hopefully it'll be sorted out and a clear winner will be determined in its aftermath. So there are still many weeks to go before the election and a lot can change. But as we saw the race tightening over the last few weeks, expected to tighten even more as the undecided break for one side or the other right before election day and we saw last time around president trump won the undecideds this time around we'll see if he could do it again and we're also seeing some new polling out of swing states that look very favorable to the president like in florida where it's tied and he's doing much better with hispanics than he was in 2016 and he's also tied in pennsylvania so this election go either way folks just depends on what happens with the voting, what happens with the coronavirus and the issue of crime and how voters portray those issues. And so far, it looks like we're in an impending economic recovery, which favors the president. uh, And also a potential vaccine would favor us all, but especially the incumbent administration, it would be positive for the party in power. So. It all depends on those factors, and I'd imagine they're going to be definitely affecting the outcome of this race and happening in a few weeks of time here. So stay tuned for that. And that's all I have for now. I'm going to leave it there. And be sure to support and follow the podcast. I'd appreciate your support. Means very much. Also, check out the channel at Stellar Spark Studios and also on Instagram at Stellar Spark Studios and on Facebook. I appreciate you checking out the social media and the blog and the website as well. And I will be finalizing my 2020 county map prediction as well as the 2020 model by November the 1st. And second. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And thanks for listening. Good to have you with me today. And my name is Chris. And I am host of the Stellar Spark Show. Signing off until next time.